All right, let me do let me do my pull up my research real quick. I definitely got the the <laughs> AVN award list up. Your AVN I research. Do. Oh yeah, it was a lot of work. This <laughs> is a, a lot of work, bro. A lot of uh, discreet, uh, right, <laughs> right, mad clandestine work, dog. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered. I had to be, had to be alone. <laughs> like, I mean, there were like triple locked doors, man. And I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking like no sound uh, with with the headphones in, no sound. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like triple incognito mode on Chrome, dog. Yeah, yeah. Like I had somebody else's laptop, dog. Like I told some, I told the neighbor to do it, and I just looked through the window. That's when you gotta download like a, a internet browser, like a random internet browser joint, and use that, and then delete. The dog, I gotta thing. use a VPN. I, I gotta use a VPN in my own house, man. <laughs> like not for not for the NSA, but like why are you on a? Alta Vista right now, Kwame. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I thought I didn't know Netscape was still around. <laughs> Get out of my business. <laughs> like that, Daddy. Why are you using that ten-year-old laptop? Does it even work? It is. Got <laughs> got. Uh, Don't even, mind your business. Super low baud rates and RS <laughs> RS two thirty two serial cables and whatnot. <laughs> Why are you still signing into AOL, Dad? Listen, <laughs> Mad, I pay for this account. I'm still paying money on it. Mad muffled uh, dial-up sounds occurring from the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they have no clue what it is. Right, kids these days have no clue. Like, is that one of is that one of the two year olds' toys? What is that? <laughs> Did somebody leave Elmo on? Oh man, that would be horrible. An Elmo AVN edition, dog. Oh no! Oh, sh- oh come on! <laughs> come on! Yo, uh, nipple me Elmo, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh man. Number 36. 36. You ain't ready, huh? <laughs> what what a weekend of football, man. Um, this is your boy Cannon, aka Cam Brad. Mm. <laughs> I get I get the Vladimir Putin's Putin. Yes. <laughs> BKA, the great kazoo kid. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm liable to pop up on your side When you least suspect it With my unit of G's you dumb dumb Yes <laughs> CKA Trill Gates Because mm-hmm. I'm going to skip giving you the 9 And go straight to throwing your ass out of 10 windows Oh mm. 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 30 That's me That's you, That's you. <sighs> It's your man Nicholas Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah, That's nah. the best AKA ever. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, we still here, man. It's your man, Boom Dynamite, AKA Versace Chachi, BKA, yep. Yak Prescott. 
We took it out today, so I'm drunk. Anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> BKA D Dak Chopper. My heart hurts after this loss. I'm trying to find a secret of healing. <laughs> CKA Gene Dackman. Okay. We made it to the playoffs, but we were one and done. They call that the quick and the dead. <laughs> and RKA Dak Kellerman. I went from knocking the hymns out in a square circle to getting put out in my first take. Oh. Mm. Mm. And lastly. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's your man, Boom Dynamite, uh-huh. BKA Dak Bundles. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going B team. This is your man, no, Boom no, Dynamite. No, 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 no. You gotta go A team. I'm going to go B team, man. This is bad. AK <laughs> Dak Bundles. We was about to dip on them fools, but then them haters killed my dream. No, no, mm. no. You gotta go A team. No, that's not good enough. It was not the, the Asian. Let's just say it had something to do with a Asian American slur and and the death of another rapper. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was gonna be bad. Yeah. All right. Put it put it in the chat afterwards. Then. Yeah, I was shaking my head as I wrote it down. Like this is not. This is too much. Hmm. So that's me, huh? Yeah. That's you. What? <laughs> it's your boy Quams, aka. Let me tell you what you lack, Prescott. BKA, Beasley cross the middle, get clapped, Prescott. He did get clapped. He did get clapped. He did. CKA, your house got raided by the pack, Prescott. Oh, 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 oh. I see this. I see what's going on here. Deke. DKA, you're not allowed to send shots from your back, Prescott. <laughs> EKA, shotgun snap, roll left out the back, O lineman on the trap, quick fire go, blat, Prescott. That's a lot going on. That's going on That's it. That's all I got, man. <laughs> y- y'all played a great game. It was, it was a really good game. Let's just say, you know what I mean? I think it was the best game of the playoffs thus far. If you guys I mean that's the that's the that's the best game of the season right there though. If you if you guys can't tell, we're recording this episode immediately following the end of the Green Bay Dallas Cowboys playoff game. And uh, what a finish. What a finish. Man. Uh, as as you all know by now, listening to this, Green Bay was victorious. Barely. Barely. <laughs> they, uh, they joined the Atlanta Falcons and the New England Patriots as winners this weekend. As we record, Pittsburgh and Kansas City are playing. Uh, fellas. And Joey Porter is fat. <laughs> <laughs> fellas. That Green Bay, which Kwame is a fan of, in Dallas game, which Boom Dynamite famously is a fan of, came down to 
a Mason Crosby. What was it? Fifty three yards. Yeah. Don't doesn't it, it don't matter. Does it matter what he's fucking doing here? It was. <laughs> it was, it was a good field goal. It was good. It, it was good. It was good. Uh, this is after a scramble and a uh, what was that third and twenty play? Yeah. Jared Cook, uh, like tippy toes on the sideline. It was going crazy. To his, it was crazy. Going out of bounds. Amazing catch. Uh, it, my heart, dog. My heart stopped. Like with every field goal traded back and forth, it was it was amazing. If you recall what I said last week, you know what I'm saying on the podcast, the only teams that I was scared of was teams that could do that quick strike Atlanta, ability. Atlanta and Green Bay. And what you saw there, while it wasn't a hail mary, it was that improv. You completed the pass with like three seconds left, no time. Like they had timeouts, but it was like you know, clock was running. Crazy after you know a, a, a dope ass uh, blindside sack. You know what I mean? Like if you look at uh, the game, um, I know my man Scooter was talking trash about my defense, but <laughs> your man, your man, your man A Rod was was dropping dimes. You know what I mean? Big hey, <clears throat> but I mean you gotta you gotta give it up though. Um, you held the Packers to what was it? 13, 13 yeah. points in the second half after they put up, you know what I'm saying, 21. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it looked like a, looked like a runaway. It did. Like a blowout. You know I mean? um, but Zeke still ended up with over 100 yards rushing. Um, you know what I'm saying? I, I expected I expected uh, Des Bryant to have a game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice for, you know what I'm saying, for it to be a little bit more difficult for him to have that. But once they figured it out, you know what I mean? It was, uh, I mean, it was a wrap. You, so you had to kind of like, you know what I'm saying, pick and choose where you were going to get burned. And they choose to let Dez burn them. And tr- and you can't stop Z. You can just you can just hope to contain him. Yeah. I'm going to say this. The only, the, the, the best thing about this scenario for me is that there, there's going to be a death to the uh, Tony Momo, Tony Romo memes. Like, like Dak, literally, he just blew all that out of the water. Um... As I, a lot of people said it's been done for how we did in the, in the season, but then when you look at that last game we played Philadelphia and Tony threw four passes, completing three of them and scoring a touchdown, and then we were getting you know Molly walked in the first half. There's pictures of you know Romo on the sideline like should we put him in? Right. Uh, uh, Dak killed all that with that uh with with his composure. Um, even after he threw the interception, you know down eight uh, eight points, bringing them back, scoring again, and running the two point conversion himself. Man, that was big time. He he's he's outstanding. I just pray that he's not RG three. You know what I'm saying? Like this season mm. has been ridiculous. Even how he performed no, in this no, game no. Me, was ridiculous. Um, three touchdowns, me, one interception, a bad interception, but uh, great game. First rookie, first rookie to throw three touchdowns in the postseason since yeah. since the Super Bowl era began. I mean, let's just let's just keep it real here. Like Dak didn't lose the game. Like Dak played a heck of a game. And you, you know, what I'm saying, like he had drops for touchdowns, he had right. drops for completions. Um, you say he had it. I mean, he had an interception. That's not on Dak. Uh, that was a heck of a read by Micah Hyde, Man, was it? who was the cornerback. He recognized the play and shot the gap. Like, if you want to put any blame on anyone, maybe you put it on Dez for not getting a hand on him. Yeah, but that was like. Micah Hyde knew what the play was right. and just executed. Because you can look like if you if you watch the slow mo, and I'm surprised nobody commented this, you know, during the announcement. 
um, I mean, doing the commentary. <clears throat> but if you look in the slow motion, Dak, you know, he's he's beginning to throw the ball as his head is snapping around. And Micah Hyde is already there. And and Micah Hyde is there, and you can see the exact instant where Dak recognizes it, yeah. and the ball, like he grits his teeth, but the ball is leaving his hand. Yeah, and um, he, ha- I mean, it's there's really nothing he could do because the throw was behind the line of scrimmage, so it's either going to be a fumble it's, or an interception. It's a quick read. It's, a, it's a not even a, it's not even a thought process. You don't even look. You throw because you know. You know what I mean? It's a speed uh, pass. I, I, I get, yeah, I got that. I just yeah, he, he put it out of his mind. I think. Uh, I hope, like I said, that he's not RG three. And even continue and keep his this level of cool, man. We should be all right. I, I was saying earlier. I don't know if he caught this on the uh, on the pre uh, uh, podcast, but we made a lot of you know what looked like rookie mistakes. You know what I mean? From you know having twelve guys on the field numerous times to having guys in the huddle that uh, shouldn't have been in the huddle. We just we just made a lot of mistakes in the first half, and I don't know that. You know, resting our players or even, you know, having that bye helped us that much because it looked like we came out lethargic and cold and slow. Came out flat. A little, yeah. A little sluggish. Yeah. And had we played, you know, the first half, half of as well as we played the second half, you know, it would have been a grossly different game. Like, we lost by three points on our last second field goal after getting killed. Like, he was... Like it, it was like I don't I don't even play that well on Madden. You know what I mean? The way he was, <laughs> he was carving us up in the first half. Like... Yeah, there were. I mean, on both sides, there were some some um, some inexperienced players making mistakes. I would say, boom, that actually on the Dallas side, it, it was more of a management, um, like more of a management mistake. You do not on a on a completed pass. Right. You do not sub right. on Aaron Rodgers. You do not like that's that's coaching. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Aaron is going to see that, and he's going to get his he's going to get the free play. Mm-hmm. Um, you and then you know with the, like I said earlier with the guy coming you know what I'm saying into the huddle and then leaving you know somebody told somebody told him to go in you know what I mean like players don't you know unless you're like a star running back or something and you need a, a breather players don't take themselves in and out they get subbed in and out with plays and so something you know somebody indicated to him he should have went in he went in you know what I'm saying and, and got the penalty but you're right if not for those. It's entirely possible that you guys, it's a completely different game. And I, and I don't even just mean like the Dak and the Zeke, you know, like I said earlier, I think it's, if you look at our, you know, collective age and experience, not just, you know, the players, but the coaching staff as well, like, you know, this is, you know, Dallas is like uh, second time in the playoffs since like 2011 or something stupid like that, you know what I mean? So it's like Jason Garrett hasn't had those opportunities, you know what I mean? And when you're a inexperienced head coach and then you have inexperienced players, you know what I mean? Those things happen. Like, you look at the teams that are there now. You got Andy Reid in, in Kansas City. You got, you know, Tomlin in Pittsburgh and Big Ben and Alex Smith. And you got, you know, Belichick and Brady. And and you got, you know, Matt Ryan who's been playing for eight years. Like, all of these guys have, you know, playoff experience or a number of years under their belt where they've seen these things. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, this doesn't happen in New England. These mistakes don't happen in the NBA for San Antonio. Like when you're there before, when it's you know routine, these things don't happen. When you're up and coming, and you you know the light, the lights are a little bit too bright. These mistakes happen. Mm. As far as the other games, uh, you guys both said you had some heat for uh, Houston, New England. Oh, I think uh, that was a great. Second showing, we we bashed Houston uh, 
in their in their offering against um Oakland. Um but they really uh, actually made a game of it. Their defense played really well. Jadavia and Clowney actually looked like the person they drafted. And mm. while they weren't able to necessarily move the ball that effectively on uh, offense, uh, they have the number one ranked defense, and it showed. Um, I, granted, you know, Brady is uh, missing, you know, some, some guys like Gronk, but right. They they weren't effectively able to run on them. The Garrett Blunt didn't show out. You know your man. Uh, what's the not White? What's the other uh, running back? Deion Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. Uh, got off. But if you look at how he got off, he caught a joint out the backfield, which is like a busted coverage. He ran a kickback. You know what I'm saying? And he ran like a one yard. You know, running. So it wasn't like he was just like you know running up and down their throats like Shady McCoy and somebody just dogging him all day. You know, he was able to find some spots and and be effective, but. They really, I think, stepped up their offering from the first game to the second game. And it's crazy because the second game they played away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They had the first game at home and they looked like some shit. And the second game they actually looked like <laughs> there was they, they could do something. They looked like a division winner. Crazy thing is, uh, you mentioned Deion Lewis. He's the first running back, I think it was uh, since like the 90s, to have all three touchdowns. Or he might have been the first running back, period. To have all three touchdowns, kick, return, running, and and uh, catching. And I and I know it sounds crazy for you to say that stat, and then for me to say that he didn't dominate the game. Because if you look at it, Joe, right. it wasn't like he was running twenty five, thirty times and just you know what I mean, like breaking eight backs. It literally was, I think, like a two yard, one yard touchdown run. Um, the the touchdown reception was uh, he he came out the backfield and it was a broken coverage. The linebacker didn't stay with him, and he legitimately ran a kickback. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. the th- three things happened, but it wasn't like he was like their defense couldn't stop Deion Lewis. Like their defense really kept him in the game. And had they had a serviceable quarterback and maybe a running back, uh, they could have you know made it a lot closer, possibly won. Look, I agree with everything you said about New England struggling against Houston. Um, I agree that, you know, uh, Brady, I think for the first time, kind of missed some of his weapons. Right. Um, He looked off. He looked rattled. He looked shook. But I counter that by saying that he was facing the number one, I think, right? The number one defense in the NFL. Yes. Um, And... Like I said, they show up whether, you know, where the, at home or on the road, a good defense travels, you know what I'm saying? Um, they shut down the run. That's what they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got stoppers on the outside. That's what they do. They got big hitters in the middle. It's what they do. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they rattled Brady. They rattled him good. Unfortunately, they had a quarterback named Brock Osweiler, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, who could not do this. He could not do the same, could not replicate any sense of success. Yes, he threw a touchdown in the first uh, first half, I believe. And I was mightily shocked. <laughs> mightily shocked. Oh, man, um, Quans. You go hard. But, but, but I think, you know what I'm saying, even a broken clock is right two times a day. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, a blind squirrel finds a nut. You know what I mean? Quans. But he's he's still going to starve. That's Quans. it, right? Nah, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, look, I'm not, I'm not speaking biased here. I'm, I'm, I react like this because of his numbers, dog. He was 23 of 40 for less than 200 yards. <laughs> Less than 60% completion. His average throw was 4.95 <laughs> yards. That, mean, Bruh. that means if you throw Bruh. two of them, that's a first down. <laughs> Bruh, come on. Let me, you know what I'm saying? I, One TD, three interceptions, dog. Come on. You're not gonna beat you're not gonna beat your scout team running that. I, you know what I mean? So 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 I I'll give you this, right? I he's he's not 
that good. He's not. He's not Mark Sanchez though. So let's not. Let's not do that. First off, nah, he's not. He's not soldier boy. But then, but then let's also like remind ourselves the fact that there have been plenty of quarterbacks that have won and went to Super Bowls off the strength of their defense, and they've been merely serviceable. You know what I'm saying? Like look at Trent mm-hmm. Dilfer. You know what I'm saying? Uh, look at uh, Phil Sims. Like you know what I mean? Like these guys weren't. Uh, fucking rewriting record books, you know what I'm saying? They would just be able to, you know, get a first down or two or hopefully, you know, let their defense make a play and score. Look at when uh, when uh, Trenton was fucking in uh, in uh, Baltimore and it was mm-hmm. Ray Lewis and them boys. Like, mm-hmm. you knew you knew who the star of the team was. You knew who was going to score the points. Like, you knew what it was. And that didn't and that didn't make anybody, you know what I'm saying, speak ill of their quarterback. That wasn't, that wasn't their team. You know what I mean? That's not the game plan they run. Dilfer was 12 of 25 for 153 yards and a touchdown. Guess what he didn't have? Interceptions. He did not have interceptions. That's the thing. Um, that That's the difference between a game manager and a bad quarterback. Indeed. A game a game manager doesn't lose you. He's not going to win you the game per se, but mm-hmm. he's not going to lose you the game. Right? Conceded. Uh Brock Eisweiler, Brock Losweiler, <laughs> Luke, you know, he... Loses like he's an impediment. Him and Mark Sanchez. Uh, I put him in they Sanchez are, they, bucket. They are well. I'm not going to put him in the bucket, but they are both categorized as impediments. Like it actually, I feel like it hurts the team more than it helps them to have them out there as quarterback. They, I think that you know, what I'm saying the Texans could have run Wildcat and had a better performance. Oh, wow. You know, what I'm saying against the Patriots. Oh, I'm just saying. Wow. Come on. I mean, you need uh, 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 DeAndre Hopkins right. needs to get the ball. He needs to touch hey. the ball more than Osweiler. Did you see? Did you see Fuller drop the joint in the end zone? I mean, he dropped. dropped yeah, dropped yeah, that. butter. He absolute dropped, butter. He dropped finger. that joint like like and and, and Osweiler dropped that joint in the pocket, man. That was a wow. dime. That was wow. a dime. Wow. All he Fuller definitely does catch touchdowns, so that's a shot. He definitely let that joint slip like it was a positive pregnancy test. <laughs> that was. I mean, that was a dime. Like he dropped that boy. Damn. But I, I, I agree to your point. And I think that I will concede to the point that the turnover is the is the uh is is the red mark, you know what I'm saying, that will that will definitely delineate you between a game manager and, and the fucking loser. But I don't know that I'm ready to put anyone in the in the Mark Sanchez bucket yet. Like I think it's yeah. it's pretty lonely in that boy right now. That's a fair point. So that's a fair point. So so looking forward to next week. Does it matter who wins this Pittsburgh Kansas City game? Uh, it's seven six. But does it matter? No, it's gonna be a good joint. I don't know. I think. I think. I want to see. Uh, I would. I would. I would. I would like to watch either. I'd like to see Ben and and the Killer Bees go against Tom Brady, who looked very like I said with the with the Houston defense, who looked very you know human. Or I would like to see you know what I'm saying them play the. Uh, Motherfucking Kansas City defense, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the I, I underrated think, and underappreciated Alex Smith. Yeah, I think I actually think the Super Bowl representative is coming from this game today. I don't think New England's going. Um, Whoa! New England's def- New England's defense is um, serviceable. It's well, it's we'll, we'll call it above average. It's not spectacular. Um, so I don't think they'd be able to match up against. 
you know, Ben in Pittsburgh, not with those weapons. Yeah. And on the opposite side, on the opposite side, I think Pittsburgh's defense is just now gelling and coming together, I believe, to where the point where they would be able to, you know, contain Brady and not let him get loose like you you, you would think. Reminder, um, this then, game is in New England. Uh I don't think it matters. Yeah. I don't I don't think it matters. Pittsburgh I uh, I don't know so much about Kansas City. I'd have to check their stats, but Pittsburgh has a running game and a decent offense, a pretty good offensive line. Um, they've got and they've got playmakers. Like they've got playmakers. They have too many playmakers yeah. for you to contain. Yeah. Kansas Kansas City is like the undiscussed, you know, underdog. But sure. like they got weapons too. Right. They you know do. what I mean? We talked about um, them. We talked about their weapons. Yeah, you know, Kelsey Hill, you know what I'm saying, Spencer Ware. Like, the, the, I mean, they got the, defense, the scoring defense. It, exactly. I haven't even, you know, Eric Berry, all them boys out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so Kansas City is sneaky good, too. I, I just don't think New England, unless, you know what I'm saying, Big Bill, you know what I'm saying, Belichick, you know what I'm saying, comes up with some crazy game plan, which he's want to do, yeah. yep. which he can definitely no do. Fake. You know, no fake. they're going to they're gonna need – you know what I'm saying? All of the, of Tom and Bill's wizardry if they want to make it to the Super Bowl. I agree. And I to your point, I don't think it matters that it's at home because Houston just made them look very beatable at home. Mm. But it's also very plausible that, you know, Bill Belichick just took an L on this one. Like, I don't have to plan for nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, you know, his joint is like he'll find the best player and he'll take them away. Like, regardless of offense or defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a joint I, I think I shared in the chat and it was talking about when they played um, Denver and like how he isolated Vaughn Miller and he just put an, a, an additional lineman on that side and let him be go out eligible as a receiver. So every time yep. they ran a play, Vaughn Miller would have to go out into coverage, and they would not even—they wouldn't even look at this guy, you know, to throw a pass. Like he was a fucking three hundred pound guy, and it literally just took Vaughn Miller out of the game, and they were—they were allowed to play offense without, you know, I mean, the other team's best defender. So like, I—it's totally possible that, you know, possible that Bill Belichick said, "No, I'm not even doing shit for this game." See, I mean, the question—the question is, uh, like. Who's he? Who's he nullifying? If if Pittsburgh makes it through, who's he nullifying? Le'Veon, you gotta like, start with Le'Veon. It has to start with you. Gotta, mm. So you're gonna one on you're gonna one on one uh, Antonio Brown. I have to take my chances. I have to. You're gonna one on one AB money bags, bro. Got, Come on, no, 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 no. You gonna no. Le'Veon run for what he had the other uh, like three hundred some yards? Three hundred some yards. Like I, I can't, oh. I can't have that happen. I can't. I like and that's it. eating up the clock too. No, nah, man. Nah, bro. Yeah. Duh, Brown Brown has like legendary quick strike ability. He does. Like him, I like him and Julio Jones. Like that would be an incredible I will say this. That'll be an incredible Super Bowl, Atlanta versus Pittsburgh. That would, there would be, be some I agree. There would be a lot of points. Like there would be a lot of money, you know what I'm saying, being laid on the over underdog. Because that would be a lot of points. I would love to I would love to see that if, you know what I'm saying, the Packers weren't in the way of the oh, So that was gonna be my next one. Uh Green Bay, Atlanta. Does Atlanta have a chance? But, but I'm terrified. And a, I'm terrified. And an unrelated joint. Like, no one else is crazy. Just this, you know, weekend or uh, this playoff series, uh, Antonio Brown caught his first touchdown, you know what I'm saying, in the playoffs last Ever? weekend. Yeah. And and Jason Witten caught his today. Yeah, I saw Des, that. Des, I, I couldn't believe that's too. that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's wild. Des, Des did too. Let's not forget that. It's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't believe those stats. Like, like seriously, the first first, right? Yeah, that's insane. Um, 
that shows you that shows you how bad the Cowboys were until they got their offensive line three years ago with Demarco Murray. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, um so Kwame, you say you say you're terrified of uh, bro, Atlanta. Bro, bro, I'm terrified of Atlanta. You want to know why? Why? Um, the Cowboys have one, one, um, <laughs> superstar receiver. Yeah, right. Secondary's ass. I think Julio. Look, no, no offense to anybody, but I think Julio Jones is better than that or Des. Um, oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Now he's 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 injured. He's nicked up. So Doesn't hopefully matter. that you know that works. But I'm terrified of him. Tyler Gabriel. Um, exactly. They got Gabriel. They they got Muhammad Sanu. They've got the two headed backfield with Devontae Freeman and um, they got two tight ends. Tevin, Tevin, Tevin Coleman, bro, they got weapons, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, they have weapons. Yeah. And so I think, again, I've said this all year. I've said this for the last, you know, however many years, 10 years that, that Rodgers has been in the league. The Packers' best defense is Aaron Rodgers. We have to score, just like today. You've got to score and then pray the other team doesn't catch up. Mm. We are too banged up on defense to rely on them to get stops. So we need to score and force the offense to do something predictable to give us as much advantage as possible. I think it's this is dope because it's almost like a mirror image in that um, you guys had your top receivers go down and the quarterback still throws for a shit ton of yards with these guys <laughs> you never heard of. And he just like indiscriminate. Like I throw to the, you know what I mean? My third option, like whoever's open gets the ball. And um, that's what I think, made it so difficult, you know, to play Packers and likewise to play the uh, Falcons. But I think the difference is going to be the Falcons' defense is gelling. They've gotten in a lot better as the season has gone uh, through. If you look at the um, Seattle game. Um, don't they Don't they have Don't they have Dwight Freeney? Uh, I don't even. They have another. I don't remember. They have another. I can't remember his name, but um, it's like a, they just. They they just got exponentially better, and if you remember from, you know, the Falcons of the past, that was always the knock. They've always had Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, and and uh, what's the other dude? Um, what's the other receiver they used to have? Uh, Roddy, uh, Roddy, Roddy, Roddy White. Roddy White. Roddy White, and they had you know Michael Turner, and they had you know two receivers and running backs, and they had uh, Tony Gonzalez, and it was like Tony Gonzalez, right? But their defense wasn't shit, and they could never get over the hump because they were playing. Uh, Cam Newton and them boys that are playing uh, Drew Brees and them boys, and their defense wasn't shit, so they they would lose these games. They couldn't go on in the playoffs. Now their defense is actually getting better, and I think that, like you said, your main problem is your uh, secondary is poo, and if their defense can put up a little something like we did, like, you know what I'm saying? And I said, I was saying all day in the chat, our defense isn't that good with serviceable. If their defense can be better than serviceable, y'all going to have some problems. I, I, I don't. I don't disagree with that statement whatsoever. Like, I don't know how. I don't know how long we can rely on outscoring everyone. Right now, you know what I'm saying. This is this is a rematch. I don't know if y'all remember, but uh, seven years ago, the you know 2010 when the Packers won the Super Bowl, it was the same thing. Conference NFC Conference Championship went through Atlanta, and the Green Bay went in there. Um, that year, there was a wild card. This year, with a four seed, same thing. It was a shootout. Came down to the last play. Um, I don't, I don't see it being any different. I don't see it being a low scoring game. <laughs> um, I look, I said it, I put it in the chat earlier, you know what I'm saying? Talking to boom. I was like, look with this Dallas versus green Bay game, it's going to come down to whoever holds the ball last. 
that's I think that's who's going to win the game, and that's what's going to happen. And I think it it might it just might be the same thing in you know what I'm saying versus Atlanta. So we'll see. All right, I'm I'm terrified though. Next week we'll watch. So uh, real quick, uh, who's winning next week? Oh shit! Come on, man. Don't why you don't? I don't. don't, I'm gonna abstain from this. I don't do that. Okay. I don't do this. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a superstitious bro. I wanna I wanna take a I wanna see if uh. Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson, but their you know availability are, but uh, if they're both out with one out, I think Atlanta is going to win. Well, they said they said before the game that Jordy might be able to go next week, and Devontae came back in the game this week. He did come back, we'll, but he was he was we'll, ineffective, but he came back. Yeah, so we'll see if that was just because it was you know superhero adrenaline effort. You know what I mean? Because the end of the game, and you guys had an injured. Offensive lineman and his safety. So, yeah, Morgan Morgan Burnett is a huge loss. Uh, yeah, that was like the, that was like the second play loss. to uh, that's like our second uh, play to drive. Man, and the, I we always drop interceptions, dog. Yeah, that was a big. Time we drop. always drop interceptions. We can't do that, man. We need to be money. Man, my man was my man. Des is roasting old oh boy Gunner though. You know what I'm saying? Ladarius Gunter. You know, I mean, we we got to play with what we got right now. You know what I'm saying? Like. He's he's the reason he was on Dak. I was telling you know what I'm saying the the misses. The reason he was on Dak is he's the biggest DB we got. Everybody else is tiny, and you could just toss it to Dak all game, back shoulder, and he would win all game. Didn't matter. He was still winning, but you know what I'm saying you'd like to be able to have something that would disrupt. T- didn't matter. Bro had what two touchdowns, yeah. hundred hundred seventy, hundred something yards. Man, but I think there was the the commentator said something in the Seattle game. He was talking about the relationship with um Jimmy Graham and um and uh Russell Wilson and he was like, you know, even when he got back healthy he wasn't dominant like, like we thought he would and Russ couldn't find spots to get in the ball. And then he realized like, you know what I mean, I could just throw it anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and he'll catch it. And I think that Dak has gotten or, or hopefully next year he'll get to that point where he's just like Oh, he doesn't have to fucking be open. Like that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think Scooter was saying in the chat, like, uh, like Des is slow as fuck, and I was like, it doesn't matter, dog. Like he's just, you know what I mean? He catches everything. Yeah. Except for that one time where he dropped it. Um, just, <laughs> come on. I just don't like. So, I just don't like the way he's he's he's. You know what I'm saying? Mad crazy with the ball, man. Like <laughs> mad loose with it. Like one hand going out of bounds. Like that's why he dropped it the first time, man. I, right. he, he didn't drop that joint, man. I mean, okay. he dropped it, but um, it's so a stupid I'm. Rule. I'm I'm going with I'm going with Green Bay beats Atlanta and New England beats uh whoever comes out this game. I can't see them beating New England in New England. Bill Belichick's going to find a way. Look, bro, from you from your mouth to the cheese god's ears, man. <laughs> All right, well, we'll keep it in Atlanta for for a second. It's talk about um That was good. Talk about your boy your boy Donald Trump going after the hero John Lewis on motherfucking Martin Luther King weekend like of all weekends to go after John Lewis you go at him on the weekend of a national black hero that John he Lewis knew personally he don't know you know what I mean he don't know. Like, like the King and John Lewis were in the strip clubs together like they rolled tight dog it you don't go after though. John Lewis Facts but, um, don't matter. The facts really don't matter. But it started with John Lewis saying that he believes Trump is an illegitimate, um, illegitimate president, and 
It's, that's all you need to bait Trump is to just say something on TV or Twitter and be famous enough for him to know. And then he's going to rant about you. So he said uh, John Lewis's district was crime ridden and he needs to work on turning around the inner city, which is hilarious that Trump is still in the 1980s and all black people live in the inner city. Um, boom. What does this mean? Like I said, it, it means nothing because the, 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 the listeners and the followers and the retweeters of Trump's tweets are not going to fact check. They're not going to know the, the history and the lineage of this great man and, 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 and the deeds and, and, and the actions that he, you know what I mean, endured, you know what I mean, for the civil rights movement. Marching, getting beat, remember SNCC. You know what I mean? Like that, like that. That's not going to be put into perspective. So it's just it doesn't matter. But um, the fact that Trump is 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 going against people in the, in the, in the government that he needs help from, <laughs> like there's there, there's no position in you know in that government, even in a position of president that has unilateral control. There's checks and balances that make sure that, you know, one person or one entity cannot control the entire country. So if he gets things that he wants passed or produces bills that he wants, you know, to, to overwrite or to, you know, defunct another bill from the Obama administration, he's going to have to pass it through, you know, these people, these congressmen and women. And I don't know that, you know, going at them is, is, is that intelligent. But y'all voted for that man. <laughs> what about you, Kwame? Does it matter? Um, well, here here's what I'll say. You know, what I mean, let me let me back up a bit. Whether you agree or disagree, or whether you approve or disapprove of how a sitting congressman um, criticized the incoming president, the president elect—that's true. How you know? However, you feel about that, um, somebody's you know, you would expect somebody to to be the bigger person and i and i don't and and that sounds like i'm i'm saying it as a slight against john lewis what i'm really saying is that um the president elect needs his twitter account taken away um because you you twitter provides you with way too easy too rapid too quick too impassioned of a moment to respond to something you hit send and it's out there and best believe people are screen grabbing everything. Um, so to respond with inaccurate, to respond at all is, is problem to respond with inaccurate information about the district that Lewis represents is a problem. Um, and you, you say, does it matter right yeah. to, to anyone? It, it may not matter to his followers, to his supporters, maybe even to independents, However, in the political spectrum, it matters. It 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 matters from a global perspective. That's true. It um all of that being said, bro, not on MOK weekend. <laughs> I don't care if John Lewis tried to DDT you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not on MOK weekend. Right. I don't I don't care if John Lewis you know what I'm saying? Drove up outside your hot, you know what I'm saying? Outside your house, outside of Trump Tower, flinging $1 bills. 
You know what I'm saying? As the entire avian nominated, you know what I'm saying, uh, party strolled past, not on MLK weekend. It's a lose lose situation, no matter what. You don't you don't come out a winner in this scenario. You think he knew it was MLK weekend though? Fair enough. That is actually a really good question. Fair enough. Um, but, but oh, and uh, there there's a little small thing to this too is that Donald Trump was actually scheduled to go to the National uh, Museum, yeah, yeah National uh, Black Museum in D.C. on MLK Day. And uh, on, that yeah. got rescheduled. And there was a scheduling conflict. Scheduling conflicts. conflicts. It comes out. Um, yeah. But can you imagine Trump going up in there in the African American Museum of History and Culture and let, seeing John Lewis like up on the wall next to MLK and shit. Yeah, and it's not even just that. It's the fact that this was a pet project of you know John Lewis, who uh, was one of the people that helped get it uh, funded and 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 was influential in having the the new museum open. He actually spoke at um, the opening of this museum. I mean, as as a, as a, as a dream becoming fulfilled, like the seeing that right. that his what he wanted to have happened happened. So. Yeah, that's crazy. But bro, but again, you'd have, you'd have to do research to know that. So none of that matters. <laughs> he said he said Lewis was all talk, no action. All talk, no action. Bro, come on, man. Like, <laughs> come on. I got, I got a jail, I got a prison record. I got scars. What you mean, boy? Like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Lewis is in history books, man. He is right. It's, right. That's crazy. And and as a side effect, let's talk about this. You know, what I'm saying John Lewis in partnership with an artist and a writer. Has a graphic, a series, you know what I'm saying? A, a three series, three book graphic novel, you know what I'm saying? Uh, or a comic book. I can't remember if it's a comic yeah, book or graphic it, I mean, novel. It's a, it's a comic book, but I mean, graphic novel is just a collection of comic books. Yeah. So he has, you know what I'm saying? He has that out. How about that boy? You know what I'm saying? It's sold out. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it moved up to like the number one mm. um, uh, on Amazon. Like it is, like, I mean, I'm guilty. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to call it guilty, but I definitely went out and bought it because I didn't know about it. You know what I'm saying? Me and Cannon got this podcast we're trying to do. Like I, I like I went out and bought it. You know, it's it's crazy how much attention has been like you say all talk, no action, and then all of a sudden you drive all of these eyes and all of these viewers to the fact that uh there actually was some action. <laughs> a lot of action. Um, There's a lot a of action. A lot of action. And a and, comic book was made to document it. Like this comic book came out last year. Bro. How about your boy John Lewis in them in them uh, mug shots? Yes, look like look like he was throwing bows. Yes, like he was not though. He was taking bows. He was snicking, dog. I'm trying to tell you, like non exactly. You don't know nothing right. about that, bro. Like, come on, right. cause come non-violence. on, non-violence. Come on, bro. They got. I'm pretty sure there's a shot of him getting just about to get yanked out of a sit-in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, by angry angry patrons come of that on, era. Man. Come on, like when he said, uh, "What's your man, um, McCain?" I don't like my uh, my war heroes that have been captured. Like, like I'm still here. Like I got captured, <laughs> and, I, and I'm here to tell you about it, man. Fuck you, mean boy. <laughs> and uh, so the crazy thing about not only was Trump wrong about all talk no action, the fact that he called Lewis's district crime ridden, and they actually has like one of the lowest crime rates in Georgia. It's thriving. They have business businesses there. They're making money. 
Like, it, he's just completely wrong about everything. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like Boom said, it's it, it, it's actually kind of um, similar to the asymmetric war that we have in hip hop now. Where, you know, you could call a dude whack and he's just going to say, I don't listen to you. Or you can call him whack and he's going to respond with just memes. Right. And have his, he's just going to try to clown on you. It's the same thing. It's like you're fighting an asymmetric war with Trump where he's going to say whatever and his supporters don't care. But there is action happening, though, because I I don't know if you guys saw that Lewis and it's up to like two dozen. Yeah, 24. Yeah, yeah. Two dozen Congress uh, representatives are going to boycott the inauguration and not go, which is going to be historic because this doesn't happen. How about um, the how about the how about the women marching? You know what I'm saying across the country. Yeah, shout how out about that movement. Can I shout out? Can I do a shout out? You know what I'm saying to the women marching across the the, the the nation on this day. You know what I'm saying. I know you wouldn't expect this from the dawn, uh, but it's a, it's, I'm waiting for the turn. It's 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 not nice. It's, it's it's a great move. I totally 100 percent support it. Oh, okay. I have my uh, my sister flying in from um, Purdue University. Um, professor of feminist thought, feminist law, you know what I mean? Coming down with a group of students to, 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 to march through these D.C. streets. They initially came because they assumed that um, Hillary was going to win and they mm. wanted to be, you know, the feminist chapter of this, of this you know, political science society was going to come down and see the first woman, you know, um, elected president inauguration and all that. And then they, when they figured out it was going south. They they saw, they heard about these women's marches and they came to be part of that and the petition and to get people registered for to vote for the midterms and other things. So then they'll be around these streets, you know, doing a lot of good work. Mm. There there's actually we'll see if this pans out. Most likely it won't, but there's actually talk that the women's march on Washington could draw more people than the actual inauguration event, which would be insane if it actually does get pulled off. It's so, um, I mean, it, there's gonna be bitches there. I mean, they're gonna come. <laughs> there it that is. Just, that just completely undermined your entire well thought <laughs> and well spoken <laughs> statement from a moment ago. <laughs> we just, just when we turn a new page, you shut the book. <laughs> turn I was a new waiting leaf for something. You, oh, man. You're waiting for something, Guami. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>